0: Well, guess what? There's other types of stress that you can start to control so that your body can more effectively deal with what's going on.
1: Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before? during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your Girlfriend Doctor. I believe you are meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor show. It's Dr. Anna Kabeca. I'm glad to be here with you again. Have you felt more tired than usual, more exhausted, aches and pains, feeling um, you know, more uh, stressed, let's say, a little bit more brain fog, memory loss? Um, irregular menstrual cycles, if you're still menstruating, increase hot flashes if you're postmenopausal, worsen sleep. All of those are symptoms of stress. Hands down, they're symptoms of stress. And today's podcast is really to empower you and teach you some really good things that you can do about the stress you're experiencing, whether it's new, everyday, chronic stress, or it's um, it's past stress, unresolved stress. And to talk about this with you, I'm bringing in a dear girlfriend and amazing Dr. Nicole Huffman. She is a naturopathic medical doctor and her passion is finding the root cause of her patients imbalances and dis-ease. Not just solving the symptom picture, she's been in the health and wellness industry for over 19 years, has seen the most miraculous results when collectively healing the mind, body, and spirit. And each piece is as important to the next and deserves to be brilliantly cared for. And that is her philosophy. She works with hormones, autoimmunity, thyroid, fertility, and up-leveling health, health, and so much more. She um, has a great podcast, which I've been blessed to be a guest on called Coffee with the Docs. And she has an online school where she empowers her audience on how to thrive. So join me in welcoming Nicole. And as we get into this, we're going to teach you some fun things about muscle testing and digging into the emotional arm of our health. As well, we'll be talking about some of the physical findings in stress and how you can clear that. So uh, welcome. Here we go. Well, welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor show, Nicole, it is great to have you here with us on the show, and especially to talk about this huge topic on on stress and how we can really um, empower our our mind and body to overcome the crazy stress we're dealing with. Well, thank you for being here.
0: Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on your show because I love it so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And I love you. And I was so excited. We were just chatting before the call about you moving to Colorado and horses and a donkey and a ranch. And I'm just so excited for you. So tell me, how did all that come about?
0: Oh my gosh. While we were in um, Southern California for about three and a half years, and then my husband's originally from Colorado. And I was like, you know what? We just got to get back out here. But we didn't really know like where we wanted to live. And so we kind of lived north of Denver. And I started doing more serious horseback riding about a year ago. and just fell in love. And we started looking for more land. And this place just kind of came up. And we were really going to take our time getting animals. But the house actually came with a horse and too many donkeys. So it was like, nope, you're just going to get right into it right away. and. The market is crazy, as I'm sure most people know, no matter where they live. And it's just that crazy in Colorado, but it just really felt like it all sort of just happened serendipitously.
1: Oh my gosh, that is so good. Now, what kind of riding do you do? Are you doing Western, English?
0: I do both, honestly. I really love English, but this new horse that we just got, I think is more of a Western guy. So we were actually just like fitting some western saddles on him today so nothing fancy you know we are blessed to live by amazing trails so i just do a lot of trail riding that is awesome. not like your daughter who's doing the really cool barrel racing
1: stuff oh, that's crazy barrel racing is so fun Bra- barrel racing breakaway pole bending it's all this whole complex oh my
0: gosh rodeo. yeah yeah we'll have right. to go to a rodeo sometime together
1: oh my god you're gonna have to come down to dallas and visit us and check it out because it really it's pretty cool and you just see these young courageous girls i mean barrel races are pretty much almost all girls and it is just like they're courageous, they're like full, They're on fire, and they're so confident, and, and it builds their confidence, and they have these amazing relations, as I'm sure you've already developed, amazing relationships with their horses.
0: It really teaches you. I mean, it's even kind of interesting on this topic we're talking about, but I've just found that horses, horses teach you so much about the energy that you bring into the room and how you hold yourself, and if there's something going on with you, they're so intuitive, they're going to feel it. And I've just found them to be such great teachers.
1: Absolutely. And I, th- I found that out early on because I've, I've loved horses my entire life. And when my daughters were young and, and then when they were teenagers, we did some equine therapy with them. And I, I was, you know, through a traumatic divorce, a traumatic time in my life under so much stress, really suffering from PTSD, sleeping three, four hours a night. And these therapy horses, I mean, I remember I went up to one and just, you know, I've been around horses my entire life and it seriously like was like snapping at me and it just kind of made me check in with myself and realize i'm just wound so tight i am just wound so tight and the horse can absolutely i had to like just walk and breathe for a while before I could approach the horse again. And I think that was wow. just realizing really how in tune horses are to our energy. And that that's why when we talk in medicine, it's not just about our like our physical health has an energetic component that is just, just, you know, powerful, really powerful. And so checking in with the energy of what we're allowing in as well as what we're emitting right? Like, do people want to be around us or away from us? Horses will tell you.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. And I think that's one of the interesting things, right? Is sometimes as other people, you know, they might put up with your tightly wound self, but a horse is going to tell you right away.
1: <laughs> So you're right. So true. So true. And um, we've we've done some with the goal with having our horses uh, now is doing some you know special events and we've done some things with single moms because I'm a single mom and it just have a heart for I think the hardest job in our lives and um, and bringing children and moms and disadvantaged young women out to the horses and and just seeing just in that instant that transformation what an imprint that can make and so I love that you moved from southern California to a ranch in Colorado during one of the most stressful periods in our history and then we're going to talk about stress. Isn't
0: that the truth? Yeah, not that therapeutic?
1: It. So it sounds so therapeutic. Sounds oh
0: like. it's so therapeutic. We're mm-hmm. Guys like I said, we're pretty blessed to find a bunch of land. And so it's just kind of like a big, deep breath away from everything that's going on in the world. And even though we're both, you know, my husband travels for work and I see people kind of all over the world. And so we're both obviously in, in, you know, still in the world, but it's a nice little retreat, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Now tell us about your clinical practice.
0: Absolutely. So I see people in person just one day a week at our friend, Dr. Jill Carnahan clinic and I love then Dr. I Jill otherwise. Carnahan
1: you guys I have I just Don't. love Dr. Jill Carnahan she is all heart all like just a radiant spirit I mean you guys uh, just um, her website is amazing her newsletter is amazing I, I am certainly uh, um, subscribed to it and just a really big follower and loving her work we are, I just think just so highly about her so what a blessing you get to work with Jill
0: Oh, my gosh. You know, one of the first things that happened when I moved to Colorado, like I said, like three and a half years ago was I met her and we became instant friends and we got, we just, you know, the way we hang out is like going on hikes and like coloring at coffee shops together. I mean, it is just so precious. And so it really is a blessing to be at her clinic one day a week. And then the rest of my practice is remote. And like I said, I see people from all over the place and, um, I do use muscle testing. I find it to be an amazing access point to kind of translate, you know, from the body because I can look at their paperwork and their tests and kind of all my educated guesses on what I think we should do. But I love that muscle testing just as like, yeah, actually my body wants you to do this first.
1: And so, okay. So for our audience that may not know what muscle testing is, can you explain it?
0: Absolutely. It's a way of communicating with my patient's nervous system. So by using, we usually use the arm as a, you know, kind of like a general indicator muscle, whether it's strong or weak actually tells us a lot of information about the body. Um, I use it a lot with doing emotional work too. So I really like to look at the body as like three big, different sides, the triad of health, right? Is there something structurally going on with the body? Do we need imaging? Do we need massage therapy? Do we need acupuncture, chiropractic? Is there something chemically going on with the body? Is there something in the body that really shouldn't be there like a chronic infection or toxicity or heavy metals? Maybe a food that they're eating that isn't agreeing with their body or something that their body needs like an herb, a nutrient. That's that chemical arm of the triad. And then the emotional piece, right? And that's kind of like the topic of today, but that emotional arm, I do think is neglected a lot in our medicine. And I believe that it really is one of the biggest parts because we know now from research data, which I think is so fascinating, that stress actually causes proteins to form in the body. And those proteins will store in various organ systems and they'll cause imbalances or dis-ease. And so if we can kind of ferret out where that unresolved stress is and help to heal it, we find so many symptoms go away. So it's just this really fascinating piece where with my patients, I really like to look at all three parts of the triad just to see how we can help the body to heal more effectively.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think the emotional component certainly as a student of medicine for gosh, over 30 years, it is undervalued and you know it was um, put off to psychiatry only right psychiatry as the study you know of the mind without ever imaging the mind and or understanding physiology out ever without ever looking at a lab test so bravo to the functional psychiatrists that have dug into looking at labs and studying the mind and imaging the brain and looking at deeper reasons why why personalities or the moods and anxiety and stress how it affects us so that's i mean this is a huge topic to talk about with with stress and we certainly with going through the pandemic now and with the uncertainty of what's unfolding in the future is looking at how that's impacting our body. So, I I I, I love this topic because in my own experience, my audience has um, likely heard me talk about post traumatic stress, converting that to post traumatic growth and resilience, and having that resilience mindset. But how I went from, you know, I I went um, through you know tra- traumatic stress and resulted in early menopause at 39 years old. Per, and I was labeled permanently irreversibly infertile with the only hope being egg donation and how my journey just kind of helped me evolve and talk about not only uh, the physiologic consequences, but the relational, the cortisol oxytocin disconnect that happens because of chronic stress. We get disconnected. We feel alone and it's a physiology. Physiology drives our behavior. So let's dig into this right now. Let's talk about the physiology of stress and and what the latest in research is.
0: Well, what I love so much about your story, because I find it so fascinating and I share it with so many of my patients, is that you also used food and nutrition to help reverse parts of your stress right with keto and keto green and the book i recommend to like all of my patients but oh, thank you well but it's so it's so um complete which i love about it but also we have to understand that there's so many different forms of stress right there's the mental emotional there's electrochemical that we get from our you know phones and our computers and the tvs and then we've got food stress and then we've got you know, geographic stress sometimes. And there's so many different types of stress that sometimes if we're going through, let's say this pandemic where a lot of people feel out of control, they don't feel like they can control what's happening in the world. Well, guess what? There's other types of stress that you can start to control so that your body can more effectively deal with what's going on. So if you're eating keto green, you know, guess what? Your hormones are going to be more balanced. Your blood sugar is going to be balanced. Your cortisol is going to be more balanced. So you're able to respond instead of react. And so that's the one thing I really like to work on with my patients too, is like when you're feeling this immense stress and emotional stress that you feel like you can't control, let's start working on controlling the other types of stress that are affecting our body. And then we can start working with the emotional component on being a little bit more neutral with what's going on or, you know, not letting everything that's going on in the world impact us so deeply.
1: Yeah, I agree. I sometimes recommend that, you know, we draw a line down the middle of a paper and uh, cross the top right on the left side, stressors, and on the right side, controls. And there are some mm. things like, you know, like uh, the news is stressing me out, control. Don't watch the evening news. Little things like time-blowing. Right, physical exhaustion. What energetic practice can I do? I can start a yoga practice. I can start stretching before bedtime, which that's still on my to-do list. I am going to, I get so tired. At that's night. a good I one. put my head down, and I, but it, I, I recommend it so much because it's so, so powerful, stretching before bedtime.
0: So powerful, but even things like, I don't know, like a lot of women like me and maybe like you too, when you are I feel like you're such a more calm presence, but you know, that type a like, all right, I'm going to hit the gym five days a week. And I'm going to, and a lot of times I tell my female kind of type A patients, like you're, you actually are going to be able to calm your stress response if we're not working out so intensely, because even though that's a good stressor in quotes, it's still stress. And if your body is totally overwhelmed, crushing yourself in the gym is only going to make things worse, right? And you're only going to see your hormones crash and your adrenals crash and your thyroid have issues. So a lot of times it's just, again, it's that control, like you said, on scaling back what we know we can and doing some lighter stuff until you feel like you've got a better handle on the stress.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things that you talk about, Nicole, is how unresolved stress can really impact the body. So like, you know, people like, oh well, that was years ago, or I'm just powering through, or I'm just ignoring this situation. I'm gonna, you know, like let's let's talk about that because that is that is so common. It is so common. I would say more than half the women I've talked to and treated, if not not all, but at least more than half have some unresolved (laughs) stressors.
0: Well, I think it's so true. Unresolved stress is really fascinating. Right. And so one of the tools I use is called neuro emotional technique and, um, If you, if your audience is interested, it's just netmindbody.com. And we use muscle testing to ferret out any unresolved stress. So like I had mentioned before, let's say something happens when you were six years old and we know really under the age of eight years old, your brain just isn't really set up to be able to make sense of what happens in your life. And so you just sort of store it in your body somewhere. And then years later, you know, a boss is triggering you and you're just like, gosh, I feel like I'm acting like a child. And well, you probably are because it's triggering something that happened to you when you were a little kid. And so instead of having this resilient, mature, you know, 37-year-old response, you're acting like a six-year-old. Well, usually that's because of some unresolved stress. It's pulling those strings. Like we hear those um, little, I think they're called idioms like the she's really pulling my strings or he knows how to push my buttons. And quite literally that's, what's happening in our adulthood when there's things that happened when we were younger that we haven't resolved and that stress will stay in the body and it will affect organ systems. And so if we're able to, and it doesn't have to be hours long of therapy, at least I don't think so, but if we're able to use different techniques, even like meditation or EFT, or, you know, whatever technique resonates with you, EMDR, we can kind of ferret that out and resolve that stress from when we were younger. And then guess what? You don't respond, you know, you don't react to your boss anymore. Like a child, you're sort of able to re- respond in a more mature way and things that really bother you kind of stop bothering you as much. I know it sounds a little woo woo or a little out there, but I see it every day. I see it every day changed for people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I've lived through it. You know, I had to figure out how to, you know, um, kind of reprogram. And I think EMDR was a way that really helped me. And then just a constant practice of focusing on the positive. And, Absolutely. Uh, and not looking at things as failures, but challenges and something to learn from and just changing the way we think. So I think, like, and we talk about adverse childhood experiences too, how those really impact us and tend to flare. I see this, Nicole, I see a flare midlife. You know, in perimenopause, menopause, when that progesterone, when that neuroprotective hormone progesterone starts to, to tank, it's like the lid coming off the pressure cooker. And when there was those adverse childhood experiences, we I tend to have, and and you know, and um, veterans of war and victims of war, we have a harder time going through menopause. And I think that's because of this, like this flaring. And I don't really understand the science of why that's happening, except understanding it just coincides with the drop in progesterone and increase in cortisol. And we have to really address those two. What do you think about that?
0: You no, know, I've, that's super fascinating. I would just think that anytime our cortisol levels are going to be naturally higher, it's just probably bringing up some sort of, you know, that's the stress hormone. And so you're going to ignite some stresses that haven't been resolved. It's super fascinating. I wonder if progesterone acts as almost like that warm, fuzzy blanket that suppresses some of that stuff or makes it easier to deal with. And when that's not as high anymore, we're kind of forced to start dealing with some stress that maybe we haven't done before. It's really interesting. I could definitely see how that happens, though.
1: Mm-hmm. I like thinking of it as a warm, fuzzy blanket. That's really a nice visual too, right? It's comforting. It's a comforting thought. And it, it does, you know, progesterone relates to the the um, neurotransmitter GABA, right? So the more progesterone, the more GABA, the more ah, right? The more relaxed. That calming. Mm-hmm. Well, I think
0: so many women wonder, I don't know, I'm sure you've seen this in practice too, but I see a lot of women who are young, you know late 20s, 30s, who have low hormones, low progesterone, low testosterone, right? And that cortisol is just running the show. And so a lot of women, I think, have been able to understand more when they see that picture of their hormones. Oh my gosh, well, I understand why my hormones are wacky and why my stress is so high. And I'm not, you know, the body is immediately in this shift of like, I need to protect myself. I need to fight or flight. And so I'm not gonna make progesterone. I'm not gonna make testosterone. I'm not gonna make these hormones that are ready for fertility and to have a baby. And so I think, again, that's one of those stresses that we also see is women who are young who should have these abundance of hormones and they just they don't because of the stress. And I've seen it more recently with the pandemic
1: and everything that's been going on too. Well, Mighty Maca Plus is a superfood combination of powerful ingredients that really help give you energy, stamina, and not only that, it tastes good. So many people report reducing hot flashes, increased energy, better workouts. We have Olympic athletes, as well as, you know, young adults, sport teams, who are committed to drinking Mighty Maca. Let me tell you, this has been the one supplement that I recommend for my patients almost 90 over 90% of the time. I give you a hundred percent money-back guarantee and it is just fabulous. So check it out at dranna.com and use the code SHOW10 to get 10% off your first order. So would you like summarize some of the symptoms that the the physical findings that you see in people that have stress?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's so interesting. I want to say low energy, but you also see the people who are really wired but tired. So it's still the same low energy. It's just that some people find that they're actually more wired than they are just purely exhausted. Um, I would say irregular cycles, painful cycles, not ovulating. Some for some women not having immenses. Um, so they just go for months without actually having um, a period ir irregular sleep and interrupted sleep. So waking up at those different hours, I find a lot of, um, a lot of people wake up between that 1.00 AM and 3.00 AM. So that liver time in the Chinese clock. I realized
1: that was a liver time, but I always hear about it. I didn't realize it was liver one to 3.00 AM. Huh?
0: One to three AM. Yeah. So you notice like, you know, women who are like they have a glass of wine, they're like, oh, I'm waking up at one to three. And it's like, oh, that liver's got a little bit more stress. But also in in Eastern medicine, the liver represents emotions like frustration and resentment and bothered and indecisive and anger. And there are a lot of people feeling a lot of those emotions right now. So that can also really inhibit that time um, and make you wake up more often. But just really, I just the the core of people who are stressed, it's they feel like they can't handle it. It's an overwhelm. So when something happens that's seemingly pretty harmless, right? Like your husband says something that makes you crabby or your friend, it's like all of a sudden it's this huge deal. And it doesn't have to be that way. But when you're super overwhelmed and stressed and you don't have those reserves, whether it be hormonal or adrenal, you just start reacting to everything. And I find that when people are able to start solve some of that unresolved stress and, you know, let some of that go and clear it out and their hormones can calm down a little bit. You just realize that things kind of roll off your back a little bit easier, right?
1: It's totally different. It's going from like, I would say, like a prickly energy to really Mm -hmm. calm, smooth energy that, that things can roll off of. So how do you, how do you go about treating a patient? Like someone comes to your office and and dealing certainly with stress and, and presents to you. If you can give a couple, you know, a case example.
0: Absolutely. So I would say let's, um, oh, this has been a good one. That's come up a lot recently. Uh, women who are trying to have a wedding and there's a lot of uh, division among who should be invited, who shouldn't be invited, you know, wearing masks, not wearing mask, capacity, right? Like there's a lot of things that women are thinking about when they're trying to get married right now and men for that matter but i've seen more women be stressed about it so i will do net neuroemotional technique with the patient so we'll use muscle testing and i like to have them say statements and then test the strength of their arm so if you were to say my name is anna your arm would be strong that's your truth if you were to say my name is nicole your arm would be weak because that's not your truth right and so i might have them say statements like I am okay if my grandma can't come to the wedding, right? And their arm would be weak. And then we would be able to clear that using neuroemotional technique until it's strong. And what it means when the muscle is strong is basically that you're congruent with it. You're more neutral. So I like to say like for unresolved stress or traumatic things that happened to us when we were younger, it doesn't make it fair. It doesn't mean that it was great that it happened to you. It's just that we're more neutral with it because guess what it happened? So if our bodies are okay with it, if we're more neutral, we're going to have less stress. We're going to react less. And so just kind of using that to clear, clear them around their wedding or clear them around not having control over the situation, or maybe it's not what they thought it was going to look like, right? And then I like to use things like homeopathy or even flower essences as really gentle ways of just keeping the body in a really happy and calm place. And help them to process whatever emotions that we cleared. Because sometimes I'm sure you know, when you went through EMDR, when it brings up some of these older events that happened that were traumatic, the next couple of days, you might be tired. You might be emotional. You might be like, gosh, I just had to relive that for a little bit. And part of it is you did have to relive it so you could process it. But then I find that homeopathy and flower essences, they kind of just help you to process it without feeling so down and kind of crappy and you bounce back from it. And then it's almost like people take off this coat that they didn't know they were wearing and they just feel lighter and more neutral about
1: things. Mm, yeah, I like how you explain that. Can how can people self-muscle test? How do you can you guide them to oh, self test? I do you know, my own I'm at... I have a few things and I play with different things. So I do the, yeah. the finger technique. I love that. And the O-ring. Body. Yeah, yeah. The see if um, you mm-hmm. know, yes, and no. It breaks through. Yeah. I do this like
0: swirl method. So like, this is the one I taught my husband and I'm like, my husband can muscle test guys. Any of you guys can, Yeah. but um, you kind of swirl your thumb and your first finger together. And if it's nice and smooth, it's kind of a yes. And with the no, it gets real sticky. And I do say, I don't recommend people do self muscle testing on themselves to clear emotions or, but like, if you want to test to see if a supplement's good for you, you know, you can also stand and hold it up too, and see if your body falls forward as a yes, or if it falls backward as a no. Um, so I, you know, I have my own muscle testing gurus that I go to, but I'll muscle test myself for a supplement or something like that. But I try not to get into the other stuff because you really do need to be in a very objective, clear space to get good answers, right? And I always tell people don't Google muscle testing and maybe don't Google anything right now for that matter, (laughs) but definitely not muscle testing because it's just the stuff that comes up is great. And it can be a very cool tool. But one of my favorite books that describes it is called uh, Power Versus Force. And I, I think that one talks a lot about how it really is kind of scientific and based in quantum physics.
1: Yeah and I, there definitely it is um, it is a practice that I've developed over the years that has really helped me and you know and then and just kind of trusting your intuition because your intuition is telling us so much right our intuition does tell us so much and I'm just through. I just did five days of water fasting, 124 hours to be exact. <laughs> wow, and good for you. Yeah, thank you. A couple of cups of coffee and yeah, a shot of organic tequila in that five days, however. But um, <laughs> <laughs> That's um amazing. It, it was great and worked out yesterday. I did my hot yoga class. I was in child's pose half the class, but I was there. <laughs> And, um, and so broke fast last night. But anyway, just to say I'm, I'm in high ketosis today, really working to up my alkalinity. But the clarity that I have right now, it's just so tremendous. When we do these, I mean, these practices that we develop really help with that clarity and that trusting your, you know, trusting your your own bodies, yes, your own bodies, no. And these muscle testing um, techniques that we can do. I even had someone tell one time you can do kegels and muscle tests. Like, say you're at the grocery store and you're like, huh, let me see, do I want this cabbage or do I want these bananas? Hmm, do your kegel exercises and see which is tighter, which is stronger. I <laughs> think
0: oh <my laughs> that's a great gosh, way to get. The I've kegel never exercise. heard that. I Would that love that.
1: Seriously. It, I've,
0: t- I've done that. Oh my that a few gosh, times. people it's are like, way wow, way. she's standing real. You're like, wow, she's standing really oddly in front of that banana. But yeah, totally. I oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice that. That's awesome. But like
1: that's the thing. Your body will tell, you know, just giving direction. Okay, so I'm you know, yes is really strong, no is really weak. And you can do that just now and just feel the difference. And it is powerful. And the same thing like with with this, my yeah, you know, yes is really I use the my middle finger when I test this way. Yes is really strong and no is really weak. And just also for counting how many, again, work with a provider. But you guys, I want everyone who's listening to really understand you can tap into this yourself. I mean, we are so powerful We are here. Nicole and I are here today to just share with you how powerful you are and how you can overcome and don't let unresolved issues affect your physiology today because there's so much that we can do and we're so powerful and letting go, go of the old is transformative. The snakes in and the Andes from Peru, they have um, uh, three kind of totems. So one is the snake, one is the puma, and one is the condor. And in that order, snake on the bottom, puma in the middle, condor on top and the snake they say you go through life and you have to shed your skin you have to shed the grief the fear the anger like this snake sheds its skin and it's new and clean moving into the next period and the and the puma is is like a panther right like a puma is independent individual you're you're part of community but your journey is your journey it's unique to you and you do it alone and then the condor is that high state of enlightenment, the huge bird, I mean, like it spans 12-foot wingspan, and it flies across these caverns. I and mean, it's just like, oh my God, magnificent to see in Peru." And, um, and the condor is that God, that spirit, that higher, higher self of ours that gets a perspective, that communes with nature. that is just this like enlightened light spirit. I think that's, that's pretty powerful to remember that these unresolved stresses will keep us prisoner, will keep us sick, will keep us unhealthy, have conduits to different organs within our body that create disease. And um, I love the work you're doing, Nicole, and how you're clearing this. So at coming to your practice, what does a typical visit look like?
0: Oh god! Well, first, I just love that whole totem. Gosh, that's such a powerful like visual to remember. Um, so, when someone comes in, I mean, the beginning is like a typical visit with your functional medical doctor, which a lot of people are still like, "What's that?" But you know, we will. We're going to talk about your history. We're going to talk about your birth. We're going to talk about you know all this information from when you came here and different symptoms you've had and different infections you've had through the years and you know different if you've had antibiotic use just all these different things about your history we're going to talk about what stresses you out right now in life and then i get you up on the table and i'm going to start muscle testing you i'm going to ask your body what it wants to work on first because i really do think health is like a giant lock combination and i want all the numbers to be in the right order for that lock to open so instead of just being like, okay, we're going to detox you for heavy metals. We're going to give you the right diet. We're going to clear all these emotions, We're going to, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, let's just start with what we need to do first. Because when you work with the priority, everything else sort of falls in line. And also you didn't need to have 10 supplements because these two sort of took care of it. And, you know, we were able to work with some unresolved stress and then all of a sudden these other symptoms went away. So to me, I just think it's, How can we do it simply, effectively, and quickly and get you feeling thriving, right? Like I just, I always say like health is not just the absence of symptoms. It's feeling truly amazing. It's probably feeling what you feel like in a deep state of ketosis after a water fast with that clarity, but it's thriving, right? It's not just surviving. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now tell, thank you so much. Now, how Tell our audience how they can work with you virtually or in person.
0: Absolutely. So um in person I'm in Lewisville at Flat Flat Iron Functional Medicine with Dr. Jill. And so you're gonna just book through me. And my website is drnicolehuffman.com. So pretty simple. And I'm pretty active on Instagram. And I'm dr Nicole NMD for Naturopathic Medical Doctor. And uh, I like to post a bunch of stuff on there as well. And you can just reach out, and somebody will get back to you about how to get an appointment set up.
1: That's awesome! Thank you so much. Thanks for being on the Girlfriend Doctor Show. I've loved this conversation today, and I just I feel like we are definitely kindred spirits. And I, I love the work you're doing. It's so powerful, so important. I just, I there's a couple of people I'm going to send you right now. I really. Am. <laughs> I'm like, we well, need you. your your energy. It's healing. It's so healing. You're in the right field.
0: Like, Oh, gosh, so sweet. And I feel the same about you. I recommend your books to and your podcast to everybody. I'm like, you should be in keto. This is what we should do. Because it's so you just make it so seamless and easy and fun for people. So thank you too.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, I look forward to having you back on the show sometime in the future. And continuing to follow your Instagram and you know, just following what you're doing in the world. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Anna. you know in our lives we deal with so much and understanding that we can heal from past traumas and move on and and live a engaged enlightened optimistic joyfully happy healthy life i mean that's your birthright everyone deserves that and you absolutely do too so I want you to take this message from our beautiful discussion with uh, Dr. Nicole Huffman and just kind of embrace that in your heart and just know that, okay, there's so much that can be done and you're powerful. I mean, look, we learned about muscle testing. We learned about you know, how this you know, steps to take to really affect our emotional health and, and, and physical health and to empower, empower our body, mind, and spirit. So I wanna encourage you to take charge, stay in your power, Get, you know, increase your power. It's, it's unlimited. And, um, and I'm glad to be here with you. I'm your girlfriend, doctor. And remember, there's no such thing as too much information. You can ask or tell me anything. I'm here to help you thrive and nourish your body, shine from the inside out, awaken emotionally, energetically, spiritually, and uh, embrace, embrace those you love and embrace the love you have for yourself as well. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it. I appreciate that so much. Thank you.